The following presentation is brought to you by KMmedia.pro. Please visit KMmedia.pro for more information. Now stay right where you are as we present. Welcome to Positive Talk Radio, evolving ideas, one conversation at a time. Great guests, dynamic stories and interviews, plus new thoughts on a wide range of topics and concepts. I hope that you'll hang with me, Kevin McDonald, my friends, and of course, you, as together we work to understand why we are all here and what we can do to make our world a better place for all of us to be happy, be kind, and live in peace together. Yep, that's Positive Talk Radio. And welcome everybody to Friday, Friday, Friday. Hey, I hope everybody has a good Friday. It's it is time for the weekend. Even though this was a short week, that's that's a good time still to have a weekend. And uh, Nathan, how are you, sir? I'm doing excellent. Uh, breathing easy today. It's quite smoky out there. Looking over, I can still see Seattle, but I mean everything past that is just a big old haze. Do we have fires going on, or is it just it hasn't rained in like forever? Uh, it's just some of our eastern Washington. Wildfires are starting to funnel through to Puget Sound, and it's going to hang around for a couple days, but it's nothing going to be like we saw a couple years ago when it seemed like we had three different areas of wildfires just joining together all at once, a convergence zone of smoke, if you will. Yes, and that was terrible. That was, that was just awful. So, and, and the weekend is supposed to be really hot again. Uh, yeah, on Saturday, we're going to spike up to uh, upper 80 degrees, and smoke will still be hanging around. So, I mean, if the heat doesn't get to you, then the smoke is going to. So, stay inside, stay safe, and breathe easy. You know, and I'm, I'm kind of sad because uh, our, our good friend Allison has a migraine and was not able to attend today. And and I understand because you've got to be able to think. And with the migraine, I've never had one. Um, have you had one? Uh, no, Dan? I never have. I haven't either. Have I experience really. Nathan, have you ever had one? No, from what I understand, migraines are some of those things like where if you get them, you get them. But if you don't, you don't. Right. That's kind right. of what it's like, huh? Yeah, I'm glad I don't get them. Me too. Uh, yeah, so that would be. Okay. So we wish her well, and uh, yeah. we've looked for her to come back and stuff. But Dana Parker is here, and that is, is even a lot of fun because we get to talk about stuff that we don't wouldn't normally talk about here on uh, Positive Talk Radio. And uh, and so we're going to talk about that a little bit today because it's, it's kind of a topic that's in the news. Uh, I was on CNN just the other day that, that there is a – movement in this country um that involves young men and uh um and a certain uh, political affiliation of people that that have become a little bit more misogynistic than than we'd like them to be and and so i've asked dana here who is an extraordinary coach she works with women a lot so she can provide us with a um uh, some insights that us normal knuckle dragging men can't figure out all by ourselves. Yeah. So first of all, Dana, how are you? Good. Good. How are you, Kevin? I'm I'm awesome. Thank you. It's always I always have such fun talking to you. I know. I feel the same way. I feel exactly the same with you. It is so much fun chatting, connecting on different topics, and I just that's why I keep showing up. I know. I know. <laughs> I know you. If you didn't want to be here, you wouldn't show up. It's true. Yeah. 
Well, and that's that's because you have been through the wars quite a little bit, and uh, you have come out the other side and are a powerful, um, impactful woman. Thank you. Yes, it's true. That's true. I received that. Thank you. And if I were a misogynist, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> That's true. That's true, Kevin. And I love that you're you're so passionate about talking about this topic because it really is. It's important to bring awareness to, and to bring bring balanced perspective to. So, um, <clears throat> I know you briefly talked about some of the things that you were reading about, and and I'm wondering. Um, like, tell me more about what your the the part of the topic that's most interesting, and and where do you want to dive in with it? There's so many places we can go with it. I know, I know. Well, the the one thing that I learned because I've been doing some research uh, with uh, Psychology Today and and some other publications is that you think that if some guy is a misogynist that he has a i hate woman t-shirt on (laughs) he but that's not necessarily the case some sometimes uh just how they behave they can hide the fact that they're doing that until they feel comfortable enough to let it out and then it becomes a real problem for his partner or which you know, and that, that's one of the things that, that they don't like to talk about is their partner as in an equal 100%, 100% partnership in a marriage or a relationship. Right, right. And we all have different standards, too. That's something we, we got to remember. And, you know, I kind of see this topic a little bit like kind of like how we throw on narcissists, like everyone's a narcissist. They're, that's just thrown around so easily. And what we want to do is is take a, a <clears throat> balanced perspective on it and be aware. Like if you think that someone in your life might have these tendencies to be misogynistic um, and you're with someone, do some research, but look at it in a balanced way. And looking at it from a perspective of, <clears throat> like with, for example, narcissism, we all have some of that in us. It's a protective thing. And, and it's not bad. It's not a bad thing to, to uh, be thinking of yourself at times and to be considering yourself at times. <clears throat> it's not, that's not a bad thing. Um, it's when it becomes out of balance that it becomes a, an issue. And so I, I find this really interesting. You know, our culture can teach us a lot about where we are collectively. I, I think that's true. And, um, you know, it's interesting that the, <clears throat> what you were reading, sorry, I have something in my throat. What you were reading is this next generation coming up really strong with these misogynistic tendencies. And I, I find it really fascinating, almost like this last ditch effort, knuckle, white knuckle grip the old ways, you know, and, and, you know, the best ways that we really can uh, manage this, I think there's two parts. There's the women in the world and our part and the men in the world and their part, you know, the men I see um, their part is changing paradigms and perspectives of women, really making room for the gifts, talents, and um, the, the, let's see, abilities that women have in their life and having a respect for that, honoring that, seeing that as valuable in companies and businesses and in their homes, you know, valuing 
the woman in their life and her perspective and her ideas and taking those into consideration and and finding win-wins you know there's that that's really important and for us to be shifting and 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 adjusting to and on the female side there's those of us that that look at when we are treated um less than and when when you get really triggered when something happens when you see something and it brings up a lot of negative emotion like anger frustration um any type of of that negative emotion i think it's really important to take a look at you know we have a lot of hurts ourselves as women that we've been carrying for generations that we get to address and when you address them what's really interesting is when you offer your self-love you see the value in you when another doesn't see the value in you you're like well what's his problem because <laughs> i i see myself as really valuable in here and here's why and these are the reasons and here's how i show up and it's not an overcompensative i'm better than him it's a i claim my place i claim my place that that i'm valuable and that my ideas matter and and i'm going to continue to show up that way and so but that takes some inner work to do to not seep into the overcompensation of trying to um overpower a man or make a man hear you make a man value you when you're chasing that making them believe something about you it's a never-ending roller coaster well you just make them isn't it true that because of the person that you are and uh, that you're a strong, um, independent individual, that you're not going to be drawn or people that are wanting to dominate you are not going to be drawn to you? Is that fair? Yeah, yeah. I think that, that you know, sometimes for the most part, that's true. There's always these moments where people might pop up to, to really... Um, you know, see, see what I have in me. I think everything in our life shows up as a mirror to show us what's calling for love and healing. And, you know, people that, that show up in my life that want to dominate or control me. It's like, Oh, no, thanks. Not interested. Yeah. You know, it's like a really easy, like, Oh no, that's a no for me. And so, so the universe knows that. And so then it doesn't really show up that way. I've got a I've got an example that I want to start off with. Yeah. In 19 or no, 2016, just prior to the uh presidential election, uh there was a um um a van or a, it was a mobile home and uh this a reporter was doing an interview with one of the presidential candidates who I shall not name. <laughs> uh, and they started talking about the relationship with women and that he could do this and you can do if you've got power if you've got money you can do anything you want to you can grab them by that you hoop yeah. and you can do anything you like and all that kind of stuff and then what and then what, what i thought would be oh this guy's not suit this guy's not suitable to do what right. to, to to run the company country and and take care of all of us and and to do the right thing and um and then I started hearing things from people that were supporting him and defending him saying, you know, boys will be boys. 
And I kept hearing that boys will be boys. And I got Dana, I got to tell you, when I was a kid, I was an athlete uh, from from ninth grade to through senior. I was uh, a star football player. I was a baseball player. I was a wrestler. I was in lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of locker rooms. Yeah, I'm sure. And and I the the guys that I was around, I never heard anyone say anything close to what was said in that band that day. Right. And so it's not a matter of boys will be boys. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of people that have got a problem will be people that have got a problem. Right. And, and so I, I still don't understand that. And some of them were actually women that were saying, you know, well, you know, boys will be boys. And that's just in my that's just wrong for me. Yeah, that that to me is denial. We're in denial of that. Um, it's a justification for someone showing up in an old, old way, old paradigm that is it's it's phasing out. You know, and we really do deserve as women to respectfully and with confidence um, say, absolutely not. That's not how this is going to work. That's not how we function anymore. And it's it's the boys will be boys um, excuse isn't working anymore. I would like to be treated this way or I'd like it if if we'd show up this way moving forward with the women in this company, the women da 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 wherever you're at. I think that's where we we really need to address things and to excuse someone's behavior or someone's um, derogatory comments um, is it actually continues the cycle. And it, it to me, it's really important that we start speaking up about it in order to bring awareness to it, because if somebody just gets to keep running, running that old thing and, and everyone's accepting it around them, then they'll just keep doing it. But if, if you stand up and say, hey, I respect you and I appreciate you, but this isn't going to work anymore. And and I would like this to shift because I think it's important. And here's the reasons why, you know, men really work that way. Well, when you're like, really, you kind of make a case for why it's important to shift. And then they have a choice. They can choose to shift or not. But eventually I really believe that those kinds of of those kinds of leaders will phase out. But we got to start with the individuals on an individual level culturally. I think that that particular leader was showing us old paradigm, old paradigms, showing us things like, "Ooh, there's an old one coming up." You know, some people are are sent here and put in the spotlight to show us things about our culture, things that aren't working well. And so I, I don't necessarily, to me, when I see something like that, I'm like, oh, there it is. There, there's, ooh, that's old. That's some old stuff coming up. Interesting that he still is in that old paradigm. And um, we still have some inner work to do. And um, we still deserve to start speaking up and, and um, claiming our space. And you know what? I see the thing that I'm loving about politics is I'm seeing more and more women step into that and step into that place and say, I belong here. This is where I want to make a difference. And, and there's a few women that I follow that are in politics that I, I, they're bold. And I, I love that. I think it's great in all these different areas to have women start engaging more where they feel drawn, where their heart is saying, I want to make a difference and an impact here. 
and and it's the good old boys club is starting to to really start to crumble away and it's an old structure and you know what big picture it's for the better it really is no question about it. By the way, we're talking with Dana Parker, and if you would like to talk to her, if you've got a question about this topic that we're talking about today, maybe you have somebody in your life that may be uh, acting a certain way or doing a certain thing, you're certainly welcome to give us a call, and Nathan's going to give you the phone numbers right now. And, of course, we're talking about misogynistic relationships, and our phone number to call in is 425-373-5527 or toll-free at 888-888. Two nine eight five five six nine and Dana, I was thinking that now is actually a really important time to find out if maybe you're in this sort of situation because as we go from summer to fall and winter, we're gonna start spending more time indoors with our partner, and you really want to get a jump on this if you know you're possibly going to encounter this sort of situation of a misogynistic relationship. I agree. I absolutely agree. And it even goes deeper than that in that it affects how much we pay people, which, yeah. which is, you know, we pay women less than we pay men That's um, because why I have yet to, if you, if you talk to some guys, they'll say, well, we do it because men work harder da, 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 and they've got families. They got to do, well, I don't understand the, the, the concept, but right. in relationships, it can be pervasive and it can also keep people down and not allow them to, to, uh, um, to live in a, in a real meaningful way. So, and it's, it's important because women are 50% of the population. Mm-hmm. And so we are wasting a lot of brain power if we don't aren't allowing people to fly and do what they need to do. Right. And it really does bring a balanced perspective. You know, if, if we can shift our perspectives, women and men, um, internally shift our paradigms to see, wow, that balanced perspective is going to add so much value to my life, to my family, to um, my company. If we can start shifting that and seeing the value of what a woman brings to the table in, in, in all areas, then we really can bring uh come together in this really cohesive way where women have a deep respect for men and what they bring to the table and hear their ideas and thoughts and and women too like where we're working together and it's it's a really important time for that it's a really important time that that women do that work to step up and to rise um in a really healthy way and that we start shifting that as a culture and by the way, ladies and gentlemen, this is not about men bashing. No. Um, this is not about uh, all guys because I know for a fact uh, Dana has a partner, and I'm not going to use his name, but he is extraordinarily supportive of everything that she does. He yeah. really wants her to succeed and will go the extra mile yeah. to help her get that done. That's true. And- that's how we should be as a society. That's how we should be as couples. We should support each other so that each one of us can live the best life that we can. And I know that you agree with that. Very true. And it takes time. This is the other thing. We, we deserve to understand in our, in our most intimate relationships that <clears throat> it takes time for the retraining. And, and we got to be really forgiving and kind in the process really forgiving and kind in the process of learning new habits, new paradigms, new behaviors, 
you know, it's, it's why it's really important for a woman to have that emotional intelligence of understanding her own emotions, but also the ability to ask for what she wants and how she wants to be treated in a, in a kind, generous, but firm way. And, and that balance of doing that and then being patient as a man adjusts and learn and grow and he learns and grows in a new way, like that takes a lot of patience and understanding and forgiveness on both parts. And, and it's a really complex thing. So if there's anyone that's listening that really does want to dive into this area and dive into their personal power and, and how to have that balance, reach out, reach out to me. Let's set up a discovery session and chat about what that would look like for you and, and working together. And I know with, with what I do, that you will feel more empowered and more clear on how to go about your relationships after working just six months, just six months with me. There's huge shifts that take place for the majority of my clients. And it's really powerful, life-changing tools that you'll apply everywhere, everywhere. Now, I got to ask you, Nathan, um, you seem like a very nice young man and you, you are an, a, a young man. And I've got to ask you, have you ever stood on the street corner with a bunch of buddies when a beautiful girl goes by and you start uh, whistling at her and catcalling and doing any of that kind of stuff? Do you ever do that? No, I don't do that kind of thing. <laughs> I don't either. I don't understand people who do, uh, but that is a, a, a classic definition of a misogynist. Somebody that, uh, who, who, um, objectifies women rather than appreciate them and, uh, and stuff like that. So when we're going to take a break in a couple of minutes. And when we come back, I've got 18 ways to spot a misogynist and, uh, and we're going to go through those. So, and have Dana comment on them so that we can, uh, kind of make it clear of what exactly that we're talking about. And is it, is it somebody that, well, we'll we'll get into that, but uh, and it's it's great to have Dana here, and she, by the way, is is an extraordinary coach, and she can and she can help you in a myriad of ways. So, uh, Dana, if somebody wants to contact you, how do they do it? Um, innerworldmovement dot com. You can set up a discovery session with me there. And also, she is working with us to we've got some things in the in the works that, that I'm really excited about for Positive Talk Radio. And she's also working with Allison Roberts, who has Behind the Power coming up in October. Yep. And we'll be talking about that a little bit, too. Why don't we do this? Why don't I go ahead and take a break? And so that way we've got a little bit more time to uh, to give you the 18 ways to spot a misogynist. And so we. <laughs> it's ought to be good I, and by the way if if you'd like to send us an email and hate email send it to uh, uh nathan at cake no never mind he's um, <laughs> making us do this that's so, not even the right email i know i wasn't i wouldn't give the right email for 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 you so that that wouldn't work um so actually actually it's uh eric at no never mind i'm not gonna do that either so, which one i know <laughs> i could i could get thrown off the air for either one quite frankly <laughs> so anyway you're listening to positive talk radio my name is kevin mcdonald we're talking about misogynist people and um, this is KKNW 1150 AM. We're going to be right back after these messages. Please hang with us. We got a lot more to share.
Do you believe in the combination of brain work and spirituality? Her grace and sense of humor have made Alison Roberts highly sought after. She's a cognitive behavioral expert with natural intuition. Alison has guided thousands of people all over the world to find their internal power. Visit A-L-L-Y-S-O-N-R-O-B-E-R-T-S.com for your free guided meditation today. My name is Kevin McDonald, and I created Positive Talk Radio on KKNW 1150 AM. And if you like what we're doing here, evolving ideas one conversation at a time, we have so much more to offer you on PositiveTalkRadio.net. Over 160 podcasts and growing. Great positive guests and many thoughts and ideas designed to help you and your family live life just a little bit better. You can even contribute to our work by becoming a member and receiving lots of cool stuff please check it out i created ptr because now's the time for positive change and nothing else matters again visit positivetalkradio.net and thanks for listening when you want to say more than words communicate you can with flowers your custom boutique floral studio in bothell washington is anaturaldesign.com connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. Now through New Year's Eve, here's your exclusive bonus for being our appreciated listener. Type in promo code Positive Talk Radio at checkout to receive $20 off your order. Our gift to you for being here with us today. AnaturalDesign.com Have you ever said, how did I do this again? Want to create your own powerful life? Well, Allison Roberts can help resolve the issues that keep repeating by creating a new outcome. She is one of the top 100 coaches in the world and will help you achieve your dreams. Email her at allison at allisonroberts.com or visit allisonroberts.com and receive a free guided meditation and discover all of her ongoing programs and events. And welcome back to Positive Talk Radio right here on KKNW, 1150 AM. Dana, are you familiar with a guy by the name of Jeff Foxworthy? Yeah. And he's he has a thing where he calls people and he says, you might be a redneck if. Yeah. <laughs> I'm changing that. You might be a misogynist if. I've got a, a bunch of things. I want you to comment on them if you wouldn't mind. Um, and number one, you might be a misogynist if you don't value her feelings you're nodding this is radio yeah. yeah this is a complex one though because most men don't they haven't been trained how to do this and and we don't even know often as women how to do this for ourselves and we're expecting somebody else to do it for us and so what we really deserve to do here, this is one of those topics that I'm going to, I have a soapbox for, for just a minute. And then I don't have this much to say on all of them, but this is one of those things where as a woman, you deserve to figure out how to honor, respect your own emotions and give yourself the love and validation that you need for your own emotions and learn how to express them, learn how to take accountability and responsibility for them. And then lovingly we get to train men how to do that for us too but you can't ask something of a man that you don't do for yourself and so that's the most important thing right now as women to take 
take the time to learn how to do that for you. So then you can train and teach and educate the men around you to do that. By the way, this is this uh, is coming from uh, an article by Nastasha uh, Ivanovsky, and uh, and that it comes from uh, the Love Panky, which is a uh, publication about relationships and stuff. And so that so I just picked this one out, and I love what it says. So you know, it says he doesn't value your feelings because he doesn't really notice your emotional state unless it's arousal, which is. <laughs> It is pretty typical of yeah. So, but yeah. um, he's not concerned with what the other gender thinks or whether you're happy or not. Isn't their problem? So that that's what could be. Now this one is a little easier to identify. Yeah. He comments yeah. on others' looks. Mm-hmm. She's too fat for those jeans, or she wears too much makeup. Mm-hmm. Yes, because she wears her jeans for him, not for herself. Uh, Massages will comment on other women's looks. I I don't know. Have you ever dated somebody that does that? I've never I've never had the 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 intestinal fortitude in, to be with my like ex wife. Right. Maybe that's why she's my ex wife. Anyway, uh, that we would say I would say, man, she's a good looking girl. I like she's hot. Right. Because right. I yeah. I have. I actually have been with somebody who who would comment, but it, it was a different feeling. I think it's important to pay attention to the feeling behind it because you can feel when a man looks at another woman and objectifies versus a man looking at a woman saying something in recognizing, oh, I like that. That's really beautiful. There's, does that make sense? There's a difference. And, and it's really important to recognize if you're with a man that comments, but he's a really loving, kind man, he treats you with respect and other women with respect, then then there's some leeway there. But I really believe the intention behind it. You can feel when a man's objectifying in his comments. You can feel it. So just the other day, I was doing a uh, podcast and um, beautiful girl. And uh, and but she had a she had a really dynamic smile. Yeah. And I said, you have got a great smile and you've got yeah. tremendous energy. Yeah. Now, that's okay to say, isn't it? Right. Right. And, and I think, I think it's totally fine. It's a compliment. Great. And, and some women might take it differently. Who knows? But that's where you just have to know you're coming from a good place and you're coming from a place of, of respect for women. And it, it's a different feeling overall. <laughs> number three is uh and i don't think i've ever done i well i don't know i could have um he uses your emotional state against you are you having your period is that why you're angry right right well and and um the whole you're acting crazy or why are you so emotional or those kinds of things actually i think can for those of us because i am i'm I'm a Pisces and maybe some people don't know what that means, but my personality style is, is a deep feeler. I'm a deep feeler. I was born a very deep feeler and that's why my highs are so good too is because, and I have so much passion and I can express that is because I have a lot of emotions and um, that's why I've spent my life studying emotions and understanding how to take responsibility and accountability for them. But um, it's important for me, when somebody turns that on me, um, it's important to take a step back and to look at that. I don't think that it's 
for a man to say it's not okay for you to feel is not i'm human i'm gonna feel just like he's human he's gonna feel too he's just usually not aware and denial of it sometimes women are too it's not just that's not just a male thing that can be a woman thing too so and you're highly empathic oh yeah and so when you feel somebody else's pain you that causes you to get emotional a lot of times it does yeah i actually jer uh my 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 boyfriend we were watching a show the other night and i he's been watching all the episodes and i just watched the last one and there was like big big uh characters that died and and big moments and i was crying i was crying and i i was in it i was sweating during the intense parts and it's like watching a movie i'm like i can't not be attached it's just i don't know what it is about me i just feel deeply and when i watch moments like that i put myself in that position of what would that feel like and then emotions just flow so it's and it's one of those things we just laugh at now it's like wow I I just cried over a movie that I wasn't even really attached to from the beginning, but I got in it. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, you know that's 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 part of the emotional state, and and that's the other thing is that women are a, a lot. Sometimes they're a little bit more emotionally aware for yeah. themselves, and yeah. men aren't. We we being anger being being angry is okay. Being sad and 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 wanting to cry and that's not okay. Being a guy. Right. Yeah, that's culturally anger is acceptable for men, not for women. That is if a woman shows up angry, she's a a B, a B word and a man. It's just acceptable. And and so, again, these are cultural ideas that that we've been trained in that maybe we're not fully aware of. And it's powerful to become aware, but also to shift those paradigms of everyone's human. Everyone should. I tell my my boys, I have four boys, I tell them all the time, all the emotions are acceptable, what you do with it matters. That anger right there, and you taking that out and, and just punching your brother, nope, you can't do that in real life. When you get a job and you're an adult, that's not gonna work. You, you'll, you'll be, you know, you do that and you'll be charged for assault and be, you know, taken off to, to jail for a little bit, you know, and it could end up bad. So. What you do with it matters. And and so we talk about that a lot. All emotions are acceptable. It's time that we give ourselves permission. What we do with it does matter. Where we take it out does matter a lot. You know, this is a uh, subject, you, your four boys are a subject that I'm very interested in because number one, they're four. And, and see, I had an older brother who beat me mercilessly. Right. Um, and do you, are your kids, uh, do, have you trained them? Are they uh, compatible with each other? Or are they knock down, drag out fight type thing? So my boys, I have, there's, there's some that get along great and they don't ever have issues. And then there's some that like butt heads all the time. <laughs> And so, so we talk a lot about communication, communication, speaking up for what, what you want and how you want to be treated. And we talk a lot about saying, I'm sorry, and not saying it's okay, but saying, I forgive you. And we talk a lot about boundaries, um, being aware that, cause I have one child that loves to push buttons and <laughs> bug the other child. 
and which is typical. You learn a lot in relationships that way. But we talk, I talk with him a lot about, oh, did you notice his face? Did you notice when you push too far? It's really important when you recognize that in someone that you pull back and you recognize their boundary. That's super important for when you get married, when you have kids, when you're in workplace, be aware of where they're at. And, and I know you're pushing buttons. You're trying to be funny. You're teasing, but be aware of those boundaries. It's, it's super important in life and in relationships. Now, is that the younger one that pushes the buttons? No, Oh, third to the younger. (laughs) (laughs) So like, they're so cute. They really, the, the bond that they have is adorable um, because we, they, they really do stand up for each other, but they have normal brotherly poke you know and sometimes it gets physical and we just talk about it you know it's like ooh, these are your options if if you feel that amount of anger you go you go punch the bed punch the pillow scream in a pillow you we go for a run you know we turn on some music if we need to go for a drive and you just need to scream let's do those are all really healthy options to get that kind of anger out and then we can come back and talk about it but punching that's just not where we're at that's not that's not going to be a long-term working strategy for you as as a man and an adult my youngest son is a sneaky little dude <laughs> was at the time it, it was amazing because there was this there was a kid who was older than him and my my youngest was not in the cub scouts yet the and the older kids were in and my my older son was in the cub scouts and this kid was the same age as my son and was picking on my younger son and i didn't know any of this and so we were at a playground and we were getting ready to get in our cars and we were going on a field trip and this kid comes up to me crying i've lost my coat i can't find my coat nobody knows where my coat is and he was crying because his mother was gonna beat him up and and all this kind of and he was cold and and stuff come to find out my youngest son while no one was looking (laughs) stole and hid the coat (laughs) just to get back at the kid for being a butthead yeah and and so you know you learn i had no idea that he was that deep (laughs) But it, it, it played out in for the rest of his life. Okay, so we, we, by the way, we're talking with Dana Parker, and we're talking about misogynistic behavior. And uh, um, we haven't got through many of these, so we're going to try and keep and go a little bit faster because we're going to run out of time. Um, um, he, number four, he feels like he's entitled to everything. A misogynist feels like he's entitled to it all. If he sees a woman he likes, he goes after her. Why? Because he thinks he deserves her. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that one? There's parts of that. Again, it just, it, it depends on the approach. I mean, you can do that in a healthy way. You can pursue what you want in a healthy way. And like, ooh, that's what I want. I'm going to pursue that. I'm going to love that. I'm going to respect that. I'm going to cherish that. And you can do that in a, I want that because I want to win that because I want to prove that I'm worthy of that. That is the difference. Unless you're, of course, married. And then that's probably not a very good idea. Agreed. I agree with that. (laughs) And uh, number six, it's always your fault. Mm. 
this is really interesting because the it's always your fault often finds themselves in a relationship with it is all my fault. And so we deserve to bring this goes for men and women. We deserve to bring ourselves into balance. What's my part? What's my part in this? Take responsibility for your part. Leave the rest. You're not re- you're not always responsible for everything. It's not always all your fault. Oh, that's that's actually Dana. That's brilliant. Yeah. There are people that get into a relationship that because he believes that it's always somebody else's fault, she is willing to accept the fact that she's not perfect and it's always her fault. And so they actually get along. Right. And I lived, I lived in this way and most of my relationships, it's all my fault. It's always all my fault. I have to fix it all. It's exhausting and it's, it's debilitating and it's unhealthy. And so we deserve to, to take time to think about it. Here's my part. Here's what I'm responsible for and ask, what do you think your part was in this? What do you think your part was in this situation? And let's let's work on taking responsibility for each of our parts. For some people, taking accountability is so painful. And so when they do, don't push the wound. Don't, don't make it worse. Love them. When they take accountability and responsibility, hug them, love them, sh- reward them for that. That's really important. Even if you're mad, even if you're hurt. That is vital because people don't take accountability and responsibility because they don't feel safe. That's they don't feel safe. That is so. That is so true. So interesting. So, um, and uh, number eight. Back in the day when men were men and women were supposed doing what they were supposed to. This is how they <laughs> behaved. And if if you got somebody that's doing that kind of thing, you might be either you're dating a. Well, I'm not going to go into. Yeah, they, <laughs> they have red hats. But uh, back in the day uh, when men were men, that would be a problem. I would think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's when I would be saying, well, what do we want? I don't know that that was an old structure that worked really well. What do we want to create in our relationship? Right, right, right. And and here's another one. He knows what a real woman is. Ooh, that's interesting. I don't think that there's a man alive who knows what a real woman is. Well, that's just a statement saying I that's really just an argument or a statement saying <laughs> that you just want a woman to do what you want a woman to do. You know, it's a manipulative statement. <laughs> and they're all about attaining the perfect woman. She's physical, a Barbie doll. She doesn't speak and she puts out. Oh boy. That that's old school. That is old 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 and that's where we got to do our work as women not to villainize or they have to change or he has to change his perspective no i i within me i don't have to be that kind of woman i'm good enough just as i am right now and to to really stand in that power it takes time it takes healing it takes work but that's really now, does that mean that a guy that leaves his hell wife of 25 years and goes after a uh, Barbie doll or somebody that's 15, 20 years younger than him and is looking for a trophy wife. Is that a misogynistic behavior? I don't know. 
I think it depends because there's so much complexity in the relationship of why a man would do that. I'd have to spend time and <clears throat> and really uh, dive in with the man to understand what's going on. But at the root, we got to understand culturally, women who were who looked young, who were physically beautiful, um, culturally for men, they it, it showed and proved something about the kind of man that they were to have that kind of wife back way back when. So this is old paradigms that men are trying to prove their worth and worthiness and how good they are based off of the woman that's standing beside them. And that's just old. Like you're not more lovable, more worthy, more deserving if you have a Barbie trophy wife. You're not. She doesn't mean anything about your worth or worthiness. And so so these are like old old ideas that have been passed down can you see that generationally for hundreds of years you know it's interesting because i was looking at a magazine or a a portfolio of a of a photographer he and he was uh doing celebrities mm -hmm. and the celebrity photographer all the men i would venture to say there wasn't one that was under 50 and they all all had wrinkles and they all had you know uh, a rugged exterior and stuff and there wasn't a woman over 30 right right that, yeah. that's that really has got it got to change oh, interesting. yeah you know so in any way in any event let's see he knows no let's see um uh no i'm not going to say that one um <laughs> that would he might hit the button on me if i said yeah, that. good uh voicing your opinion is disrespectful yeah yeah this is what we're talking about in as a woman, we got to learn that our voice matters, that what we have to say matters, and we deserve to start validating ourselves and claim our space and our place in our homes and our workplaces, but do it respectfully. Their voice matters and our voice matters, both, both. <laughs> it's funny because it's like, well, you know, that's not ladylike behavior. If, right. if you're going to offer your opinion and it's different than his opinion, that's not ladylike. It's also very disrespectful to the man. Right. It's like, don't question anything. Just go with it. Whatever I say goes. It's like that. That's not going to get us to good places. We got to have both perspectives. You know, Abraham Lincoln surrounded himself with people who thought differently than him and who who saw things differently when you do that you're more powerful because you have lots of different views and perspectives it's more valuable to have that than to not and here's probably one of my favorite ones which i think is really really true it's control over your sexual side means that you're a slut yeah yeah, this is a really interesting thing. This is an interesting topic. I, I um, had a friend contact me this week who um, is is really putting out there right now. We're going from the Me Too movement to time to heal and and reclaiming our power as women in, in all of these areas. And what's interesting is as we do that, like don't give your power away to a man letting him tell you and control you in in any areas what do you want who are you what's the truth about you and i think this area is it's a sensitive topic but one that actually affects all areas of our life 
And I, I really think that, that there are lots and lots and lots. I know lots of them. I think Nathan's one, your, your significant other's one, um, Holly's significant other is another one. Um, they're, they're all really, really good, yeah. honest, faithful, true blue men. And there are a lot of guys out there that are like that. Go find one. You don't yeah. need, you don't need the, the, the misogynistic person that, that yeah. is going to hold you down. Right. Yeah, I agree. And looking at those those men that do pop up that are misogynistic and and that live like that, it's like, oh, they they haven't caught up to the new the new times yet. They they actually don't have any men in their life that showed them the new way. I I really hope that that they get that in their life. That'll be interesting to see how the universe and and um, the world teaches them this new way. It'll be interesting. And this this new way, there's no going back. It's like, what's that saying? Putting the toothpaste back in the tube, and once it's out there, you can't get it back in there. I tried one time. It doesn't work. It doesn't work well. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so Dana Parker has been our guest, and she is a wonderful coach. And and if you want to get a hold of her, Inner World Movement is the place to go. Um, And she works with all kinds of, of really interesting people, don't you? Yeah. And couples. I love working with couples. When a man will show up and and wants to do the work, man, it's incredible how couples can thrive understanding these principles of personal accountability and responsibility of their stories, where they come from, how to shift paradigms and how to show up for each other better. It's, it is so much fun to watch. What's it take for a guy to want to go with counseling to his wife i mean there's still is a stigma around that for a lot of a little bit huh a lot of men yeah there is it's getting better i i see big differences and big changes and and i think that you know if anytime i work with a man i i am sure to praise to praise him for the work he's doing for being brave and courageous and looking at these things because men have an added layer of cultural stigma around looking at their emotions and looking at their stuff that that sometimes is really hard to push through. It takes real humility and courage and, and sh- inner strength to do this inner work to shift these paradigms. I think the men who are willing to do it are, are some of the strongest men out there. Even though they, they can feel weak in the moment as they're facing the emotions and facing the, the things. I, I agree with you um, in in that because you are in touch with your emotions and you appreciate other people doesn't mean you're a wimp. Right. And and actually, can I share there's two resources um, of of men that I would highly recommend if you need men in your life to show you an example of what this new kind of man is. Jason Wilson. He wrote a book called Battle Cry, and then he has another book um, that are that's so good. Jason Wilson, follow him on Instagram. Um, he he's incredible as a man talking about taking responsibility for your emotions. Another man is Lance Allred, who wrote a book called The New Alpha Male. These these two men are doing incredible things. Speaking to the New Alpha Male will give you a whole a whole book and outline of what it actually looks like to be a strong, courageous man in these days that has that balance. 
that knows how to honor and respect a woman, but honor and respect themselves. He, his book is amazing. He's actually somebody I, I, I'm going to reach out to and see if we can have him on the show because he would be totally worth interviewing and talking to because he, he's got some great things. I mean, listening to his book, it really, it transformed me too and understanding how to communicate with men. So I highly recommend those books. What's the name of the book again? So The New Alpha Male by Lance Allred. Highly recommend. And then the other one is called Battle Cry by Jason Wilson. Jason Wilson, man, he has a podcast, his Instagram. I go to it regularly because they're just, they're two incredible men that are really, really showing us and showing the world in a big way what it looks like to be this new kind of male. Lance has been on the show before. And I... And I, I, I would love to have him back. So if you reference my independence report, which is the what we were doing at the time, I, I, I believe, unless there's another Lance Allred out there who's written the, that, that book, uh, he's been on the show before. So I would love to. When? I, I don't know. Oh, my gosh. So I'm going to reach out. I'm going to reach out. I'm going to get him on the show when I can come on, too. Exactly. exactly. My life. His book was incredible. I mean, there were tears. They were cheering. I had so much incredible um, ahas reading that book. It's it's important, and the work that he does is phenomenal. Yeah. And and it, by the way, if if you're a guy and 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 you're resistant to any of this stuff, you know, change your mindset okay. because you can, your life can be so much happier uh, with your the relationships with with yourself with the, the way things work out for you. You could just be a lot just a lot happier and. Yeah. A lot less confrontational. Yeah. Oh, Jason Wilson has one more, one other book called Cry Like a Man. It's so good. Yeah. Cry Like a Man. Yeah, like like we're allowed to cry and everything, sure. You are. You for sure are. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'll bet you that when your significant other, if he cries, you beat him, can cry harder. <laughs> I'm like, come here. Let me just hug you. Just let it out. I, and then afterwards I turn on, like, I am so proud of you. That was, that was so brave to feel those emotions. That was really difficult. And to create that safe space, I want to tell you, it wasn't always this way in this relationship that I'm in and to see the transformation of loving a man in his emotions has been transformational for me and him. He's never experienced that before. And to see him feel more and more safe to, to learn how to be there and be okay in his emotions, that he's safe, that I think he's strong and he's still an incredible, attractive man in his emotions that actually I'm more attracted and more proud of him in those moments has changed our relationship. And then he now mirrors that back to me and knows how to do that for me. It's, it's, it is an incredibly fulfilling experience to learn how to do this in a relationship and to watch a man open up those places of his heart because he feels safe. Wow. There's nothing like it. I was just thinking about that in, in that, that we go out there and we slay dragons and we're in the corporate worlds and we've got all this stuff the way we've got to fight traffic and we've got to fight this person and that person. And we got to yeah. stand up for ourselves and stuff. It would be really awesome and i've never had this in my life but it would be really awesome to have a place where you can go and somebody who you can talk to and be totally safe yeah that's what a marriage should be yep i agree 
Dana Parker, go to innerworldmovement.com. I want to thank everybody for being here. I've had a good time. I don't know if anybody else did, but yeah. uh, it's it's been a great show, and I want to thank everybody for being here. We'll see you on Monday, um, and be kind to it and one another because each other's all we got. We'll see you. <laughs>